and I was like, hey, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel? Hit the theme music. Oh, okay. That was a fast one. That was a cracking one. I, I wanted to get that out of here. All mm-hmm. right. Um, welcome, dear listener readers. Hello, everyone. To Slow Readers. Your weekly fast-paced literature podcast brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. It's a show about books. It's a show about reading. It's a show about the printed word. It's a show about construction. It's a show about lightly illustrated books. It's a show about the Sandman. Where did you get that from? Like Sandra. I was going to call him the Colonel. You know. Oh, you call him the Colonel? I call him Georgie Saunders. Georgie Saunders. That's my that's my name for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mr. Sandman. Uh, before wrong we... me a drong. You know what? Before we get too far into that, because I think Whoa. we need to pump the brakes a little bit, <laughs> because we haven't done one thing. What's that? Who are you? Oh, hello everyone. My name is Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm a writer. I'm an audio producer, and more often than not, I'm a bartender. Daniel, who are you? I am Daniel Gonzalez. America's fast-paced literature podcast. Yeah, uh, America's sweetheart. America's sweetheart. Also, I am an audio writer, editor, producer. Yeah, I said that in a different order. Mm-hmm. And also an author. Author. Authoritatively author. Yes, uh, and this is our show. Yeah, where we talk about books. Yeah, we are a real literature show. I feel, I feel like I'm making up for last week for being absolutely on point and focused. Yeah, hey, uh, we're almost, we're almost rushing through it. I don't know, I don't know how you feel about last week. I consider that probably one of like the worst episodes we've had. Yeah, we were very, very out of it. We were not feeling good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We were not in the zone. We were not in the zone, and uh, I had a really scary, like almost like like I, it wasn't a nap. I was like, I was like, I need to lay, nap? I need to lay down, and I like lay, I put down and like blacked out, mm. <laughs> like that, like it wasn't just like like oh I I passed out and woke up, oh my god, no, it felt like I lay down and just went. Is that California sunshine, Daniel? Yeah, plus taking a bunch of different allergy medicines just yeah. to get myself right for that recording. For sure, Gabriel, mm-hmm. we're back. We're back. We're, we're bad. We're bad. Mm-hmm. We're bad. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're back and we're bad. We're back and we're bad, but we're bad in a good way. Yeah, we're bad like Michael. Like we're bad, like uh, Michael Jackson. It's <laughs> yeah. totally topical. Nope, nope. I, <laughs> we're I, bad. We're bad in what kind of Michael Jackson way now? <laughs> we're bad, like U two's bad. I don't know that song. I don't know it either. Actually, it's referred to a lot. I don't know here. I'm sure. Here, put it on. I will play it, Gabriel. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, um, what story are we covering for this? Hot damn, week? we're going right fucking for we're it. We're going right for it. We are Plus doing the short story, specifically the animated, animated, the illustrated edition of it, Fox Eight. By George Saunders. Georgie Saunders. George Saunders. We this is our third time covering him. Yes, it is indeed. Um, we've we actually recently. Sorry, I'm talking off uh, mic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I've only here we go. I've only uh, I mean no, we've uh, covered him recently when we yeah. did uh my chivalrous fiasco. Chivalric fiasco. From... And in our first year, we did um, um Lincoln and the Bardo. All right, here enough enough horseshit. Let's play Bad by You Two. This is Bad by You Two. I like this. It's fine. I don't. I don't. This isn't familiar to me. <laughs> yeah, is this a boy? I have no idea. This is one second. This is the uh, best of uh, the 1980 to 1990. Only available for eight bucks, guys. Oh wow, wild. Uh, let's see if it's on Octung Baby. All right. I don't think it's on. I think it's off War, maybe. Uh, no, it's not. It's not Octune Baby. By the way, me and Gabriel are not YouTube. We are fans. not YouTube fans. We just talk about YouTube we're, a lot. We're huge fans of the podcast. You talking YouTube to me? Yeah. In case you haven't noticed the direct influence from that show. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yep. I straight up did. Um, but yeah, no, this is, uh, I guess that's technically an unspoken thing that we're not supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. It is from The Unforgettable Fire. Ah, damn it. Which I think was the album that came out right before Joshua Tree? Yes. I think so. I think so too. Again, we're not We are not actually fans. U2 fans. We're knowledgeable of them. Yes, we are. Thanks to that podcast, but mm-hmm. yeah. But what we are knowledgeable <laughs> about is books. Speaking of George Saunders. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to lay some goddamn heavy goddamn damn facts on georgie you Saunders. Did? more than I did last time no i mean yours are probably uh heavier i'm actually getting into like some kind of interesting details about him and some of his uh, methodology chill, chill gabriel georgie saunders as i'm sure you said last time i don't mm-hmm. i don't actually you kind of reminded me about it beforehand but he was born in amarillo texas yeah. amarillo texas and 19- i believe it actually pronounced it amarillo amarillo yeah that's texans a, call it amarillo even uh, though it's amarillo that's a white person bullpen. yeah a bunch of fucking whiteies uh born in 1958 he is one year older than both my parents I thought I was going to say he was one year older than you. Like, hmm. <laughs> he's one year older than me. Yeah. I was born in 1959. Yeah, hey, man. Uh, yeah, Rebecca he's... Sugar is one year older than us. As you said, uh, start, he started out as a technical writer and a geophysicist. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And uh, also, I, I didn't see a this. A field no. geophysicist. You said that, like, a field. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. But you said that um, he he kind of, like, he had to take a long break because he went swimming in, like, an ocean and contracted a horrible well, what sickness What happened was that he was, um, uh, I forget, he was in some, like, it was, like, in Cambodia or something. Yeah, Doing yeah. some oil work. And then, uh, but the what they did there because they were so far off from mainland society they um uh he'd have let's like be in like the woods of books and then he went swimming in a river full of monkey shit and he contracted an illness and that's when he decided to go back home to the states to become like a like a butcher and a technical writer that's the most vonnegut thing fucking about him seriously mm-hmm. <laughs> like of course that happened to him. yeah um but speaking of which um saunders focuses on absurdism consumerism satire and mass media um and he's compared often to vonnegut yeah. Uh, what's not included here, and we can talk about this deep more when we talk about the story, but he also has a very good, f- he has a very specific focus about the way a story is told. Yeah. Yeah. Because like of all the stories that I've read from him, which is like, including just individual short stories, like four or five. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They've all, they have very specific. He loves playing of the form. He does. Uh, he is recipient of the recipient of the following honors, which is just a few of them. Yeah. Uh, the Booker Prize top 10 uh, year uh, books of the year by the New York Times Book Review. Mm-hmm. He is also a, a Guggenheim fellow, fellow and, and a MacArthur, MacArthur fellow. fellow, which yeah. is, you know, just giving them fucking which money. Is, which is like, out. come on, dude. Stop hogging all the awards, Stop bro. hogging all this shit. That's bullshit. Poor you, Kimberly, on goddamn season two of uh, the Great British Breakup. Uh, Big Show? Great British Breakup? It is a title I actually have a hard time saying. Mm. Um, the Great British Bake Show. Uh... Uh, primarily he focuses on short stories. He does. Um, in fact, he said as much where like, I think before he used to say that he has almost no interest to talk to actually write like, like long form stories, but he did, uh, he has one novel, 2017's Link in the Bardot, which we covered with the ladies from Only Lovers Left in the Library. Check them out. Many years ago. Um, his collect, his actual short stories collection, short story collections are 10th of December in Persuasion Nation, Pastoralia, and Civil Warland in Bad Decline. Such a great title. Uh, the book that, the story, actually it is a book to be honest. Yeah. Uh, we have a book here. Uh, it's actually a short story, uh, Fox 8, which was originally a standalone ebook that was published in 2013. Oh. I, used to, I thought this was included with one of the short story I collections. I thought so too. I didn't realize that. Apparently it's not the case. It was uncollected in, in, uh, in print format until 2018, uh-huh. which is the format we have, which also I want to say it is uh, illustrated, one second, by Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Cardinal. Yes. I'll get to her in a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Um, Here's some okay. Here's the thing I actually wanted to actually look into. I said actually twice in that. Actually, uh, actually, um, literally. I was kind of like like 
browsing some of his like interviews i was trying to watch one where he was talking with jeff tweedy from cool. uh, wilco mm-hmm. um which is also just as like kind of mumbling like like a uh, nice guy hey yeah, let's talk about creativity yeah. i really like that you do this as you would think yeah like, you you want it to be like a little bit more like, contentious more contentious you want it to be nicholas winning ref and talking to william fritkin yeah i want some raw sexual energy going on <laughs> some raw sexual energy and like one of them just just outright fucking taunting and making fun of the yeah. other person the other anyway. and you just know they're two seconds away from kissing but they won't do it oh my god yeah that's it um but no he he has this this one very interesting uh interesting idea of like what good writing is or just what one? a good story is okay um he basically gives like this uh this uh, he kind of summarizes what he considers a good story is, is that like a story where people go hey we're both human beings stuck in this crazy thing called life let's mm. put our minds together on this like that's the general kind of feeling that he wants to get i like that um and he has this uh this very interesting kind of idea about where his writing comes from saying that it actually comes from the writing process in this kind okay. of way where he'll come up with a sentence uh frank was an asshole and okay. it's it's not a good sentence it's not very you know it's it's not it doesn't spark anything so it's like well okay well, well why is he an asshole so come up with the sentence uh frack frank snapped at the barista who reminded him i'm sorry uh frank was an asshole because he snapped at the barista okay which is like okay but why did he snap at the barista and take out the asshole thing and he comes and he'll basically rewrite that into frank snapped at the barista who reminded him of his dead wife who he dearly loved and from there he could basically be like well that's an idea so frank is someone capable of love who's mm-hmm. unable to express it anymore. Maybe he's bitter. What else can I learn about Frank? And that's basically a kind of idea about where he gets some of his story ideas. That's super cool. It's uh, like excavating. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like very active in the writing process as opposed to just kind of like having an idea in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, he did say, it might have been on that one or on something else where, no, I think it was that same video where he said that like, I do like to, you need, do need to go into, it's a bit like going on a date where you just can't like go on flashcards and say, oh, ask about this, ask about that, ask mm-hmm. about this, this is how to tell, you know, instead said you need to be like a little bit of active discovery but also kind of an idea of what a good date is sure um that said moving on uh this book is illustrated by chelsea cardinal okay uh chelsea cardinal is a canadian-born brooklynite so good, you, good to know you know she's good people uh-huh. uh she worked for gq magazine for many years but now freelances uh she also designed the cover for lincoln and the bardot oh that's cool it's uh, a beautiful cover yeah it's a beautiful cover in fact if you want to check out all of her uh artwork including some of her like really amazing kind of like uh, uh like uh what do you call them like spreads in magazines and sure. whatnot yeah I don't know the term. Uh-huh. Um, go to Chelsea, Cardinal.com and you can check out all of her like really cool things like where she did like spreads for people from like Zach Afranakis to Michelle Williams when she was uh, doing Monroe and like uh, even uh, what's his name? Barry, Barry Obama's. Sure. Yeah, M2. Yeah, listeners, um, if you're not familiar with the book, I highly recommend just check it out. Page through it at the bar- your local Barnes & Noble. Which it's a very short story. Oh, no, Fox 8. <laughs> Fox it's a very short story, and the artwork is really, really lovely. Yeah, and we're kind of... It's very short. We recommend going into this yeah. blind as much as you can, but mm-hmm. Gabriel, that said, Fox 8. Yeah. What is Fox 8 about? Um, Let's see. Fox 8 is written from the point of view of a fox who has learned to write and speak English. <laughs> um, imagine a little bit of Watership Down mixed with um, George Saunders-style narration, a little bit of a um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, that kind of thing. But it's a story of Fox 8 who learns English, mm-hmm. and he's a bit of a dreamer, and he tries to get by in the world while also communicating with humans and his own tribe his own group yeah it's he's kind of an outcast because he is he is like the big dreamer of the one 
Um, he even has like a bit of self-loathing, like, why can't I just be a normal fox instead? Why am I always so curious? Guys, remember that episode of Pokemon where we learn how Meowth learned to talk? It's basically this. There's an episode of that happens? Yeah, it's a really good one, too. <laughs> he does it for love, and then, like, when he gets burned, he, like, becomes evil. Ugh, Jesus it's Christ. It's so good. I, that's, all right. I mean, apparently there's, like, a fucking, it's like uh, the Mr. Freeze episode in the Batman yeah. cartoon for, for Meowth. Hell yeah. Come on. I love that episode. All right. It's a good episode. Like, Jesse Batman. and James are his family. <laughs> It's pretty great. That'd be a much more interesting story. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I also I just follow like, Team Rocket all the time. No, no, no. That'd be it'd be very it'd be very fast. All right, I'm gonna talk about my own thing, <laughs> Gabriel. Uh, yes. So yeah, uh, but what happens in Fast Eight? What happens to in uh, Fast the t- Fast Eight? <laughs> yeah, Fate, Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. Yeah. Gabriel. Well, that's the one where um, Dominic Toretto turns evil. Mm-hmm. And everyone, 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 for some reason, is like. Guys, he's turned evil. And he's like, yeah. And everyone and just like, what do you mean he yeah. turned evil? Like, he's, come on. And someone goes, I wish Paul Walker was here. And Michelle Rodriguez is like, shut your mouth. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, boy. And that's the one where uh, Dwayne Johnson was like, I can't handle this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking Gabriel, candy asses, dude. Gabriel, what else happened to Fox 8? Um, well, I mean, it... we could talk about, like, basically what happened. Or do you want to kind of hold back on that? I mean, like, so he goes to a mall, et cetera. Um, uh, well, let's, let's go into some, let's go into, let's go into our perceptions. Daniel, uh-huh. why did you select this book? Uh, first off, uh, for two reasons. First off, Christoph. First off, Christoph. Also, um, listeners, write into us. Would you, would you like us to summarize the happenings of the book? Because usually we don't do that. Yeah, well, um, speaking of which, like last time when I was summarizing what happened in Deluxe Volume 4 at Battle Angel Alita, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of going through step by step. That's a very, um... Uh, overdue style of yeah. of uh, covering a book where I think maybe people might want that because otherwise you're only listening. That's why I don't listen to every episode of How Did This Get Made. It's because I don't see these movies. Yeah. So and that is it. That is the problem about doing something like this where it's all commentary. Yeah. Where the idea like so many times uh, some of like the most frustrating episodes of How This Get Made they're losing their minds over the movie and I have no idea what the movie is. Yeah. Like yeah. Um. With something like this where. I, well, like I think we should talk explicitly about like what happens in the book and whatnot, just because again it does, it will help the casual reader, listener, whatever, okay. re- listener right. reader as we call them. Sure. Yeah. All right, so I'll go through the whole story then in that yeah. case. So Fox Eight learns how to read and write, um, read and write and listen, and speak English, or human language, mm-hmm. human language as he pronounces it, human. because he listens in on a family, like a mother reading stories. Now Fox Eight is really. You know, he has a limited worldview, but then he has a wonderful vocabulary and the spellings and everything. The way um, Saunders writes it is wonderful. Yeah, let, let's talk about that because that's kind of like this the star of this book yeah. for the most part. Daniel, were you like me? And the second you started reading this, you imagined it was Anthony Carrigan, also known as Noho Hank from Barry reading it. No. That was the voice in my head of it. Like, like, dude, like, I was like, you know, yeah. Barry. He has, an, he has a very interesting, like, the way the fox, like, his form of English that he learned, like, instead of saying, like, this person says, he says, this person was like, was like, W-O-S-L-I-K-E. Yeah, one word. It's it's very interesting. And, like, now and then he'll say, he'll say, this was Trey, this, or yeah. something like that. It made me think of, like, at first I was imagining the fox voice from uh, from Adventure Time. Uh-huh. And then after it was like, like, dude. I'm like, oh no! In my mind, this is now um, Noho Hank. Well, you know what? Speaking of which, um, I, instead of actually explicitly rereading the book <gasps> for 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 this, 
I didn't fucking push you. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, like, uh, like I gave it to you. I, I got this book last year when it came out mm-hmm. immediately. And um, that also goes into the secondary reason why, why I picked this out. Because uh, this book was like, it was like 12 bucks when I bought it. It was a hardcover and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it is 7,000 words long. Yeah. So, like, essentially, I, it was very, it was very quick read. And I was like, I really much, I very much enjoyed it. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, but, <gasps> and then ultimately I was like. I was like, well, you didn't pick this because you hate it to 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 talk about to want to talk about it for SR is kind of like getting my dollars worth out of it. You yeah, know what I mean, <laughs> so uh, but that's that's kind of like the selfish reason. Though. That's why we're going to do the remains of the day by Kazuo Ishiguro. Why is that? Oh, because I bought it because I, I had to get oh, that two for three thing. I would love to actually. I've actually, never we read haven't it. done Ishiguro yet. No. Um. Well, there's only I, I, it's not very long either. I, wait, have I read any of his books? I tried reading The Buried Giant. Have you read him Never Let Me Go? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I was gonna say like there is one I've yeah, read. great book. Never yeah, great book. But apparently like Remains of the Day is like his most famous or something. Yeah, it was made into like a Anthony Hopkins movie. Yeah, and the other one was made into a very good Carrie Saoirse Mulligan Ronan? movie. No, Carrie Mulligan, Mulligan and uh, Keira Knightley yeah. and Andrew Garfield. And Andrew Garfield, that's right. Who hates Mondays? Sorry, you were saying. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so uh, speaking of which, so I listened to the audiobook, which is also very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and of uh, like a lot of uh, George Saunders audiobooks, it is read by George Saunders. Okay. So, for example, which is really, it's really interesting, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to, uh, uh, get, I didn't want you to actually listen because you were like, oh, let's listen to the audiobook. And I was like, eh, read the book first. No, I'm very glad you suggested yeah. that. There, there's definitely, there's a, an increased charm. I mean, both of them are very charming. Reading the book and capturing just like the, pl- the story. What are you doing? I do not keep pushing this button. All <laughs> right, all right. Um, there's there's a huge charm in just like like seeing how George Saunders like evokes the the way a fox writes and whatnot. The the way George Saunders writes his use of language, his yeah. use of structure and format alone is like worth the price of admission of anything he writes. And this one is super. Super charming the way he writes this fox's voice. Yeah. Um. And and what's like I, like I'm reminded of like like someone who's a, like a gifted uh impressionist that kind of thing. Someone who creates their characters. Like you mm-hmm. never know what to expect whenever you open a page from him, and you're like, who's this person gonna be now? And it's wonderful. Yeah. You. It is. He's a, he's a chameleon. It's amazing. It is. It really is. And all right. So the one the thing I wanted to get to is that like he reads his own audiobook and. Reading the book is a, is definitely like the better experience, especially coming into it, and then hearing George Saunders encapsulate the character in the way the fox talks. Yeah, is great. Fox um, talks. Let, let me just play a little bit of George Georgie Saunders. Bump it. Listening to the thing. It's loading. Oh, okay. The Wi-Fi doesn't reach all the way well back here. Is it? Is it Panda Pop? Is it an Afro Panda Pop? No, it's not. I bought this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. One lesson I learned during my nights at that human window was. A good writer will make the reader feel as bad as the human does in their story. Like, the writer will make you feel as bad as Cinderella. You will feel sad you cannot go to the dance. And mad you have to sweep. You will feel like biting stepmother on her gown. It's or great. Yeah, it, it is. I, I, I mentioned very that last time that, um, that I saw him talk with, uh, with the shy Gonzalez of um, Only Lovers Left in the Library. Mm-hmm. And um, his reading was wonderful. Like, he read one story out of Civil Warland and Bad Decline. Mm-hmm. I can never remember the name of it, but like offloading for Mr. Schwartz and like that. Oh, it was from, I'm sorry, it was from the Civil, Bad Civil, Civil, Civil Warland and Bad Decline. Yeah. And like, he's, he's also a wonderful reader. Like, let that be clear. He's yeah. a great reader. He, he's uh, one of the rare uh, authors who can actually go on like the Colbert show. Mm-hmm. 
and like have a presence to him. Yeah. And he's very playful. Like, um, I remember, I don't even remember what the actual joke was, but I remember it was like a Christmas episode where Stephen uh, was like in bed and like George Saunders was reading him like an Xmas like story or something. Cool. Like not many authors can actually do that. Yeah. Pull it off. He seems, he seems to also be like kind of. He has this effect of kind of being like like this like to pull like a very clever, playful story that also plays very well to an audience yeah. out of his hat. Would you say he's our modern Mark Twain, Daniel? No. Who would you say is our modern Mark Twain, Daniel? Uh, is James it Patterson. you in the future? Oh no, <laughs> gross. Uh, right. Um. Anyway. Okay. So the story of it goes: he learns to speak and read English, and he's his fox buddies are both really amused and really weirded out by it. They constantly mock him for being kind of a dreamer, goof, and outcast. But eventually, they use his reading skills to discover that their den is being turned into a mall. Mm-hmm. That they're all their all their forests get crushed over and then they try to survive but can't really manage it. Um, Fox and his friend, a, um, number, seven, yeah, number seven, they go to the mall. They also, have a wonderful time in the mall. Like, like, like Fox 8 loves humans. He thinks yeah. they're wonderful. He thinks they're strange. And what were we about to say? You're about oh no, I was gonna. I'm sorry. I was gonna say that. By the way, the 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 main character's name is Fox Eight. Yes. Because in in uh, his den, mm-hmm. um, all the individual foxes have just numbers. So there's, for example, as you said, Fox Seven, who is his, who's kind of like his buddy. Yeah. And then there's uh the like great leader. Yes. Who uh and then there's also like Fox 111, Fox 27. Mm-hmm. They all have numbers like. They know. Have you read Watership Down? Uh, not enough. <laughs> I think it might be in the Strain 80. So uh, it definitely is. It's 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 a fantastic. Book. Uh, Obviously, it's an amazing. Book. I've wanted to. Re- oh, I hope I have it here. But um, I have been wanting to read uh, Watership Down basically all my life. Yeah, I I love Watership Down. It's oh, a great read. Should... I've seen the movie, the oh, animated, the really the, brutal one. The, yeah, yeah, not the new one. Not the no. I keep forgetting that came out. Yeah, probably Why does wasn't it very look good. like shit. Yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> it had Gemma Turton. Yeah, I know. Gemma Turton. Gemma. I don't know. You watch anything. I love Gamma Return. Anyway, so um, eight and seven go to the mall. They have a nice time. The humans feed them, and like from Fox Eight's like, this is great. I'm gonna feed the whole den. I'm gonna prove everyone wrong. Humans are great. Mm. But then when they head back, unfortunately, some developers, some dudes, brutally murder Number Seven right in front of Eight, like horribly, and like Eight suffers like like just the horrors of watching like his. Was beloved humans just slaughter his friend like just for for no reason for no reason at yeah. all other than the fact that they're foxes and foxes are like the most beautiful creatures in the world I yeah. love foxes and uh, the way he describes it is that uh, Fox Seven looked worse than if if a car hit uh, uh, and I, I love the the and again this is kind of like it's it's a bit naive but also very like genuine sense of just being like well a car is is not a human controlling it a car is a car but mm-hmm. like a human killing something that's a human i don't know yeah there's it... like the 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 voice and the worldview presented by it is so fully lived in it's wonderful the one of my favorite things uh coincidentally is that um early on when he talks about how what animals are really like including the fact that like yeah he, he takes umbrage in the way that animals are presented in children's stories yeah the bears are assholes Bear, it's like if you can only hear the the horrible things that bears are saying when they're chasing you into their den mm-hmm. and um so I, we're not sly me and the ch- we, we and chickens have a contract yeah that um i we we take their eggs and then they make new ones or we'll kill one but well, but they consent to yeah they consent to be killed because they didn't run away fast enough yeah uh, it's, I, it's, it's it's awesome it, i love that yeah, yeah. so but, anyway um when Fox 8 tries to return to the den, turns out everyone's gone. Fox 8 tries to travel around, tries to find his family, until he comes upon another den, a new den, where he is um, taken in, and where he meets, um, what was her name? 
Oh, oh, I don't remember. It's, yeah. it's complicated. And then other den, they have different names. Or they're not by numbers. My favorite they, they is Fox. Like... Why so hefty? <laughs> they have one second. Shit. I kind of make that like my next like gamer tag. Uh, Fox. Why so hefty? Go go ahead. I'll I'll. Uh... So he joins a new den, and he discovers that because he starts a new, he's been to start a family at this new den. He can't hold on to his anger anymore because he wants to be a good father. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is a. Uh... The, the lady friend who meet, he meets right away and who he essentially uh, plans on having kids with is Fox, one word, small nose, forward slash, alert, plus, funny. <laughs> Fox, small nose, alert, and funny. Um, and there's also uh, Fox complains constantly, forward slash, yet nice. <laughs> one is known as Fox, why so hefty? My friend, yeah, yeah. So, I love that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. And so it ultimately wraps up with Fox 8. He's writing a letter, and Daniel, I hate to be the, the basic one of the gang, but I'm getting that tattooed of the fox on the typewriter. Uh, uh, that's cool. I'm getting that one. Yeah. You know, he's writing a letter to a human, being like, so humanity, why are you like this? Why would you kill? Why do you? Are, is this normal? Mm. But he's, he's sending out an olive branch to the human world and is waiting for a reply. Yeah, um... I was, it, he's sending out an olive branch. The whole book essentially is Fox 8 writing a letter to humanity mm-hmm. that he leaves at a, at a, some guy's mailbox. Yeah. Um, and basically he says, uh, yeah, as you said, um, people, why are you capable of all these amazing things but also do these very bad things? Um, do you not, like, wh- what is the reason for this? Do you actually want to, to eliminate us? Uh, and he also says, like, I think the idea is that humans, if you see us, don't approach us. Uh, but hey, you're allowed to write back. Please leave a letter at the mailbox that yeah. I left it at. Uh, I'll be waiting for that. Signed, Fox Eight or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's lovely. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. And yeah, I very badly now want to turn this into an animated short where he's voiced by Anthony Kerrigan. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, no, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Although you could just have it voiced by Saunders. Yeah. Either well, I really want him to be Noho Hank now. You really want him to? Okay. Yeah, like I met, like he has like like he has the kind of speech patterns and accent of someone who learned English as a second language, which is wonderful. Where it's like it's An also enthusiastic like, person, weirdly peppy, even yeah. like when he's being like down or, mm-hmm. or dark, whatever. He still he still says like what's like yeah like what's like what's that for? what's that all about? Barry, come on. Yeah. Well, we're bros. <laughs> So, oh, watch Barry, by the way. Barry's amazing. Barry's amazing. We still need to finish that. We gotta finish. Like we're like two episodes left. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. So Gabriel. I like the story quite a bit. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where, like, because I know all, you're the you're more familiar with George Saunders than yeah, I am. Not much more, but more. You're. I think. Have you read most of Tenth of December? Yeah. Yeah, that's more on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've read like t- I've read two stories from Tenth of December at this point. Sure. I've read two stories from Tenth of December. I read Fox Eight and Lincoln and the Bardo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah, no, Civil War Land and Bad Decline was on sale on Kindle a couple months ago. I got it for like two bucks. Fuck. Yeah, dude, I got you. Shit, I beat you. All right. Well, beat you to the ground of bargains. Also, real quick, how did you feel about the illustrations? Oh, I love, I love them. Yeah. Thought they were, they were fucking delightful. I hope to look for more, her, more of her work. And again, I'm probably gonna get that drawing of a fox writing on typewriter tattooed on me. Yeah, you hear that, Chelsea Cardinal? Chelsea uh, Gabriel's did gonna it. get a tattoo of, of your, your artwork. Wonderful illustration, um, listeners. If you have wonderful illustrations you want me to tattoo on my body just send them on in <laughs> ig me at reed richards reed dot richards, richards, richards yeah. i'm like what, which <laughs> name am i happy birthday grandma yours is uh mia khalifa yeah at, at mia, mia khalifa, khalifa. Yeah, at bacon booty that's me <laughs> we've got her uh instagram back good, for, good for her good for her good um, on her 
That said, uh, yeah, no, out of anything, if I were to, if I never get a tattoo, but um, yeah. if I were to get a tattoo, it would be that the the fox. I believe the we cover, had a deal actually. that you and I were going to get Top Gun Radio tattoo since we got over two thousand subscribers, oh, oh. which we already did, I believe. Uh, yeah, so yeah, right. time for you to get that anchor inside your finger tattooed. Yeah, well, all right, we'll talk about that later. Uh, um, uh, but no, I would get the the fox on the cover. That would be that would be easy. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is really it's really wonderful, guys out there. If you haven't seen the cover, just look it up on Amazon. Fox no, it's really it, it's just such a wonderful little by like you could read this to a kid i think and it would still be wonderful that's what yeah. i'm wondering was this written for children it's it's dark in ways no actually did you know that he actually wrote a children's story he did yeah do you know what's called i did not know you did not know oh right. it was more like a, he did oh, i'm sorry here well, i'll but get the I title for you. it um yeah no uh, i don't think so no i mean this is definitely like a story like written for adults and whatnot but yeah, you know, it's all ages. It's like the much. little prince. It's it's a little it's for all ages. It's a little violent and dark at some points, and like and Fox yeah. even points out that like, uh, you know, it's kind of a downer book. <laughs> this, this does remind me actually a lot of um the Little Prince. That just occurred to me. Did a uh, Little Prince also have uh, violence? No, it's just deeply sad. That's cool. I never read it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, my brother loves it. Uh, when he was having his first child, he um he specifically wanted to get like like a like a a gift version of that for the child. Sure. But uh, and I, I got it for him. Never read it myself. Well, maybe we'll do it um for next short story time. Because also ah. I, got, I have a tattoo from that. Do you? Mm-hmm. Ah. I have the tippler tattooed on my arm. A tickler? The tippler. Tickler? The tickler. You know, because it's all about a guy who just sneaks up on people and tickles them in their beds. The very wait. No, it's not that one. No, it is that one. The Very Hungry Caterpillar? The Very... Actually, one second. Let me fucking check this. Jesus. There's two novellas that okay. he published. One of them is is available in ebook. The other one... Ah, here it is. The Very Persistent Gappers of Fripp. Okay. It is a, a short story... Oh, I'm sorry. It is Saunders' first uh, children's book. Cool. So. Actually, that, that that reminds me. I've been racking my brain to come up with a short story for us to do um, next time it's my pick. I'm like, you know what? I should just pick some kids' books that I really like. Ah, fuck! I could do like a... Like a Holes, which you've never read, uh, that I, re- I I make a lot of references to holes. I don't you know do. Why. Yeah. Well, you don't know it because you don't you haven't read the book. Yeah, you still make them there. Or maybe I, <laughs> nah, that's true. I make them. I do them for me, Daniel. I know. I know. You do them for yourself. Whatever. Just to please myself. Yeah, you know. Anyways. I still make hard references to Thief by Michael Mann. Well, I know I love Thief, so I get them. I know. I know. Anyway, you so... don't love Tuesday Weld like I love. To- no, Diane Dan Cannon is a Tuesday Weld. He's Tuesday Weld. Well, yeah, no, no. Tuesday Weld isn't in, isn't in that. He was in uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Hmm. Actually, so, Tuesday Weld. I think Tuesday Weld is a love interest in. Uh, it's either her or Diane. Oh Cannon. no, I'm, who am I thinking about? Who's the guy who's in Once Upon a Time in America? He's oh. like he like was kind of like a bit. He was a main actor. No, wait, hold on a second. Fucking hell. All right. Uh, Michael Sarah. Uh, yes, exactly. Who I, I knew. I knew. I fucking knew it, dude. Once upon a time. Tony Lum. In America. This is what people tune in this show to hear. They show up for this shit, all right? Yeah. I mean, the they hang. come. They come here because they're like, "Oh, I love John George Saunders, not John Saunders." John Saunders. Um, but they, they, they love, they love hearing us just the talking about once upon a time in America. The classic interplay from our episodes when he'd be really drunk. Gabriel. Yeah. What? Have you ever seen Once Upon a Time in America? No, I've not. Treat Williams. That's his fucking. Treat name. Williams. Also, Tuesday Weld isn't uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's the. I think she's the leading lady, more or less. Solid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of which, we should go on break real okay. quick. Um, we have a game to play that Gabriel you've created for. I did. I think you're gonna like this one. Okay. Uh, Gabriel, you're the engineer this time around. Oh, I'm always the engineer. Well, just ever since we have the new setup. Okay. That's but cool. Gabriel, throw us to break. Microphone check. 
Welcome back, dear listener readers. Hi, friends. To... Sex and Violence, your Sex weekly fast-paced mon- monkey show. <laughs> <laughs> like, movie... What was it? Has it been a long time? It's been a while. What? was it? Sex. And violence. Sex. And violence. Sex and violence. Sex and violence. I meant for you to intro the show. but Oh. That's right. All right. I forgot about that. No problem. Anyway, that was an old show we used to do. It's still the back of the show about blood, boobs, Your weekly punk rock movie podcast where the conversation is always on boobs, decapitations, penises, penises, etc. Samurai swords. Samurai swords. Good times. Good times. Check that out, everybody. There's like 60-ish episodes. like 80. 80? Okay, 80. There's 80 episodes. 80 episodes? I am thinking of bringing back My Grody Valentine just like once a month or so. Just Mm. let's produce one of those. That'd be fun. It'd be fun just to get to like flex my uh, my audio production muscles. You should get get Cack Tack in there and see what kind of Grody movie she loves. I already recorded one with her, but I never produced it. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, anyway. Gabriel. J- not really a jinx. <laughs> Two biblical name jinx. Nice try, nice try Dick. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's a... Hey, I love Dick. T-shirt's coming soon. D- T-shirt's coming soon. The design turned out great. Thanks again to Evan Stutz. Check him out at, at MC Wallaby. Oh, I actually forgot that was an actual thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they anyway. look. Be- it looks beautiful. It looks great. If y'all want to get that uh, inside joke, check out the episode with Phil Laporta, mm-hmm. where we talked about... The Great Gatsby, great Gatsby which is why you talk about Dick so much. Yeah. Philip K. Daniel. Philip K's. We have a game. Dick. Okay. <laughs> D- that too. Don't forget to take out your uh, sound effects board. It's already open. Very cool. Daniel. Yes. This is a fun new game I just came up with. Oh. Nice and simple. One of our one of our classic trivia kind of games. Mm-hmm. And it's a little game I call Horror Bunches of Oats. Horror Bunches of Oats. Horror Bunches, bunches of Oats. oats. Horror bunches of votes. Hey! What I'm going to do, Daniel, okay. is I'm going to give you a description of a story. Uh-huh. Um, it's usually maybe a, pl- a take on the uh, Amazon description of it. And you're going to tell me, is it a classic, obscure, grindhouse horror film mm-hmm. or a Joyce Carol Oates short story? Okay. Um, I am for, very, I am very interested this, interested in this, and I think uh, for all I know, this is gonna be the easiest game ever because you know all these short stories. But Joyce Carol Oates wrote a fuck ton of short stories. Mm-hmm. She, she did, and many of them veered along the, like uh, the many different kind of assets of uh, of horror. However, however, we'll see because I know Oates pretty well, including I finally heard what her voice sounds like. <laughs> now you know. I know what she sounds like. And anyway, always half the battle. Gabriel, the rest is violence. How many? How many things do you have? I have one and a two and a three and a four and a five and a six. Okay, six. Gabriel, lay it on me. Give me. Put on some spooky music, Daniel. It's almost Halloween in August. Here's your first one. A young girl lost in the loneliness and boredom of reality finds solace in an ill boy whom she can visit in a surreal dream world that she drew in her school composition book. Oats? Or 70s, 80s, Grindhouse Horror. Damn, whatever it is, I want to see it or read it. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. You know what? Let's take let's take my shot. Looks I'm, like Hamilton. I want to say that's... I want to say that's Oats. You want to say it's Oats? I'm say it's Oats. Daniel? Yes? Guess what? What? Ah. Oh, sorry. That one is called Paper House. 
from 1988. Okay. All right. It's about a girl in like a really trippy trailer. It's a house and a sick boy. I don't even know. All right. Daniel, your next one. Okay. Keep score because I never remember. Zero one. Zero one. Uh, zero one. Zero. Yeah, I'm winning. Okay. <laughs> a boy becomes obsessed with his cousin's doll after her tragic death. As he grows older, he begins to collect quote-unquote found dolls from surrounding neighborhoods. But just what kind of dolls are they? Classic horror, obscure horror, or Oats. Gabriel, mm-hmm. that is the Doll Master by Joyce Carol. That is the Oates. Doll Master by Joyce Carol Oates. <laughs> uh, well done, Daniel. Great story, actually. I yeah, I, it was. Um, spoiler alert. Oh, also, we never we never talked about this, and I'm sorry to bring it up now. Um, yeah, the story we were going to read, we didn't. We read, and then oh, when I was kind yeah. of researching a little bit about the person and. Found that uh, this person was kind of uh, wanted in the Netherlands for sexual abuse allegations and rape. Uh, yeah, so that's why we're not doing that short story. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it. We, talk, we said we're going to do it this time around, and then we're going to do this. Then. But um, for the last minute kind of choice about what we're going to do, um, we had several options. My first one is like, well, we're doing Fox 8. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was thinking like, we should do we should Joyce Carol Oates. And that was actually going to be the story. That was the one? Was that's so funny. Tell, All right, great. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, sorry. Good job, Daniel. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wrap. No, no, no. That was that was actually a relevant uh, digression. Yeah. Next one, Dave. A lonely woman meets a man in the clutter of a secondhand store. Friendliness soon turns to quiet and unacknowledged desire. A born victim, she struggles to overcome her shyness and fears, but has no idea what kind of doors she may be opening. Grindhouse Horror or Joyce Carol Oates. Gabriel. Yep. Again, kind of with the first one, I can see it kind of going either way. Yeah, I picked them specifically to be potentially either. And I want to say I'm leaning towards Oates because I don't see the cinematic horrorness of that. Of a secondhand store? Of a secondhand store and like two people meeting. I mean, because that sounds like a lot of stories that she's done. Like, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but Mm, um, mm. like the River Blue or something like that in a beautiful days. I'm going to guess that's Oates. Daniel? Yes. Oh, I forgot to ding you for the doll master. That's fine. I didn't do- so I guess this time you get one of these. Hey. Correct. Daniel, that is Helping Hands. Fuck yeah. Nice. Do you, does it say what store, what collection that's in? Um, I, I had it. I think I think this one's in, uh, it might be in Corn Maiden. Oh, the Corn Maiden? I have that one. <laughs> or Dismember. Dismember. Dismember, yeah. I think. It's like Dismember. It was actually difficult to find summaries of Oat short stories. Like most of them are very, very scant. For all the short stories, the ones just catalog them. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So, um, sorry, uh, it's you got two, two, you got two, 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 two. two. Got two, two out of six. Your next one, day. Okay. A recently institutionalized woman begins to have bizarre experiences after moving into a supposedly haunted country farmhouse. Is she losing her sanity once again? Daniel, oats or skeevy har. You know what? Because again, this could be an out story, mm-hmm. but I see the cinematic element of that, uh-huh. and also kind of playing the the game master. Okay, I'm gonna say this is time for an obscure horror movie from the '70s or '80s. Daniel, yes. Just so you know, uh huh. You hey. nailed it. Hey, that is 1971's "Let's Scare Jessica to Death," <laughs> which is such a great title. It's a good title. I dig that. Title. I like. I, I could see that being an Oats title. I, I would, actually, I would love to see like it was based on an Oats story, and it got renamed as "Let's Scare Jessica to Death." Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure Oats was like, "Hold on, don't." No, actually, that's my. 
You know what? Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Let's, let's, like let's play. All right. So that's uh, th- uh, three points. Yeah. Three points. We're four in. I got two more. All right. Let's now do this. Now two more. Okay. Okay. A young man carrying a big basket contains his extremely deformed Siamese twin brother. He searches out the doctors who separated them against their will. Oh, it's a horror. Gabriel, as much as I would love this to be an out story. That would have been such a great a story. A very, very drunk Ibrahim once no. lost his mind and told me about this movie called Damn Basket it. Case. That's Basket Case. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, I, I think oh, I've seen like a video on it. It it seems it seems crazy and mental. It seems like the one of those things that you would see as a child mm-hmm. that like your mind breaks at how fucked up it is. It sounds awesome. Um, you should totally yeah definitely watch like like clips from it or one. Basket it's case. Basket case. It, uh, I think it had sequels too, which is fucking weird. That's amazing. But okay, but I was, sequels. I would right. love that to be <laughs> Joe Carroll's story. story. All right, Daniel. Okay, so Here's your final one. I think, I think you've, five, you've won. Five. I had one that I missed. Um, yes. So let's let's see. I want to go for... Let's go for the gold? I want to go for the gold. Here we go. Actually, I got four, right? Yes. Okay. A widow obsessively returns to the house she once shared with her husband until an invitation from the new owners to come inside takes a turn for the menacing. Oats or horror? That's pretty vague. <laughs> yeah. For um, all I know, it could be both. Yeah, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's vague enough that like it could be it could be an old story or it could be one of many different kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. That said, yes, I'm gonna guess mm-hmm. it's oats. Oh, uh, Daniel, uh-uh. I hate to tell you, but you did it. Yeah, that one is called Crawl Space. I believe she won um, an award for it. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Also, the very premise combined with the title Crawl Space sounds terrifying. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Does it say what collection that one's in? Oh, I don't recall. Yeah. I have it somewhere. Damn it, I'll look it up later. Look it up. Anyway, Daniel, hey. that's how we play the game. Horror bunches of oats. Horror bunches of oats. Horror bunches of oats. Horror bunches, horror bunches, horror bunches of oats. Hey, and you won. Congratulations, Daniel. Gabriel, I think this is a this is a very fun game, and I think I'm going to turn it against you next time. Sounds good. You're right. That's it, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. That was a fine game. Yeah. But however, we need to go to break, and we're gonna we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about final thoughts. And okay. Also, we're gonna talk about hazy memories, and also what we're doing next week. Good call. Yeah. What are we doing next week? I'm doing a leader. Gabriel. Uh huh. Throw us a break. Okie dokie. Welcome back. Hi, dear listener, readers. Oh boy, that was a burp. It Gabriel. Was. I was trying Stay to time man. it for my usual thing, but for right second you clap, I burp. Yeah, messed up. It didn't come out in time. This time it's actually going to stay in. This is Slow yeah. Readers, America's Fast Paced Literature Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, we talk about book. We talk about reading. We talk about book. We talk about book. We talk about book. We talk about books. We talk about liquids. I'm in bibliotecas, but you know. It anyway, so burp. let's ignore that. Gabriel, uh-huh. we're in the final section. We've got to talk about uh-huh. final thoughts. Gabriel, do you have any final thoughts you want to talk about, Foxy? Nope. No, not actually. No, not really. I, I thought I, it was wonderful. Yeah, no, actually, it's hard to say. We, like, actually, we didn't really like. We didn't go into very much what how much we liked it. We just talked about. In I it. think we no. We talked about how much we we liked it. I mean, like, yeah, no. I, I guess the whole thing was just us being like, the voice is great, everything's great. This is a wonderful, wonderful story, and really, I actually well, back. this is the first. Yeah, we're touching the earthquake kit back here. Jesus, it. Gabriel, this is the first time you're reading this. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, how did it? How did? How how was the impact? 
I, I smiled all the way through it. I thought it was wonderful. Reading George Saunders is such an active experience that you don't want to speed read it. That like I sped read almost every single book in my 19th century English literature course because who gives a shit? Yeah. And I liked those books. I didn't give a shit. Those are excessively worried. And this is also why we also love uh, Salinger and Vonnegut so much because those mm-hmm. are also st- writers who write... Like, the delivery system of the writing is very yeah. much an element. That's it's me. Re- reading it actively is fun, which is not a thing that happens very often. You and I, not to pat ourselves on the back, we read a lot of fucking books. It's also our job. Yeah. We're professional audiobook producers. And and, and uh, don't get me wrong, I, I very much specifically want to read books that kind of have that element where it's like, I love books that kind of exist in the medium of books, mm-hmm. not something that, like works in another format and like something like this like yeah you were talking about you would love to do like a visual ver- version of this like a short film mm-hmm. and it's like that works but like yeah it's 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 you're the, go- it would be a shame to lose all the voice it's it's a shame to not enjoy how he spells great leader or um oh, what was the thing he uh <laughs> he he broke up like two it, don't me wrong again i also listen to the audiobook and whatnot but um he broke up like two words like he'll write like explanation and yeah. it's like it's like three word individual words and whatnot mm-hmm. like little things like that and it's it's a hard it's silly playful and simple but it's wonderful it's, it's pure joy yeah. and really I, I i would recommend those of you who have kids out there let them read this it is very dark but then it doesn't get much darker any darker than like a fairy tale a real fairy tale yeah. with and blood and guts if you feel like this is a wonderful tool to get kids who like to read to really get into finding out how like you you made a comparison last week to um uh, Saunders being like Douglas Adams and genuinely that that, that hadn't occurred to me. <laughs> well, actually, I was referring to the writer. Oh, that never we were mind. To be Sorry, reading. but there is an element. <laughs> yeah, never mind. But also, this guy though Saunders doesn't remind me of that element of being surprised by how fun and funny it can be to be reading. Yeah, it, it the 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 act of reading this is truly joyful, and mm-hmm. that that's that's what's very important. And uh, I guess those are both of our final thoughts. Um, Gabriel. There's one little element we got to do, and it's a little thing called Hazy Memories. Hazy Memories. Uh, Co-founded by uh, the Whip Around podcast, Jonathan B. Hayes, a.k.a. Jonathan B. Horny. Jonathan B. Horny. Jonathan B. Horny. And Gabriel, it's the thing where, like, years from now, when you think about Fox 8, what's that little thing you're going to remember from Fox fucking 8? Kind of the whole thing. It's short. Yeah, it's kind of hard to it's, say. Yeah, here. no, like, yeah. but I'm like the, the the language and the way he speaks, and in my own brain, it being noho Hank is always gonna stick with me. That like like what the first time he uses Trey, like I'm like that's so great. It's like <laughs> Trey crazy. And I'm yeah. like, oh, it's so good. Um, it's fun. And it's how a... often is reading fun? Eh, I mean, it can be fun, but it's 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 rare it's far and far between when writing reading is fun yeah i do get that kind of fun with reading the authors that i really like yeah um but sometimes and again like you'll see me dragging my for being for again for being a slow reader and also what i would call it what i'm I'm, i read slowly oh okay yeah Uh, it's it's a term um and uh and also kind of like what i would call a bad reader (laughs) okay uh it's like yeah no i need to have that element of being interested in in and yeah in 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 reading and whatnot where like if you want to see a movie that exists in that in a cinematic form, you want to you want to hear a song that it works in that kind of format. Yeah, you don't want to have that kind of like, you know, reading is books are very old, and you can read a book that basically existed because it was the only form of storytelling. Mm. And like you have you you have writers like George Saunders and various other people who kind of experiment and basically saying like, no, this is a prose story. Yeah. So, 
So clearly, this is a point to say this in this in the show. Yeah, um, they have hazy memories. Uh, the hazy memories. Um, Daniel, do you have a hazy memory? My well, actually, I have a hazy memory. Like I said, I read I bought this last year in 2018, and I read it uh, then in a day. Um, I think one of the I hadn't I lost it. <laughs> oh, um, wait, no, it was it's uh, a sake doing it. It was it's a sake. That's what it is. Uh, no, um. What was it? It wasn't. It was the thing with the chickens. Like that was actually oh, was pretty great. much my hazy memory. Like his kind of thing is like my morality is that like I'm not bad people because me and chickens have a deal. Mm-hmm. I you eat their eggs. It. They produce eggs, and now and then they'll submit themselves to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, pretty great. I love that. And, and like, I really want. I think I might change my uh, my Instagram handle to Fox Why So Hefty. Fox Why So Hefty. Yes. Uh, I'm fine with that. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because Reed Richards, I think it's great. But maybe I'll change my my, my personal account name. Let's do that. <laughs> Fox Why So Hefty. Fox Why So Hefty. You can follow Gabriel at Fox Why So Hefty. Yeah, let's see if it's available. We'll worry about it later. All right. I like the other. What was it? Fo- Fox who complains about everything but nice. Yeah, yeah, nice, that's actually nice. pretty good. Yeah. I love that. I like that too. Um, Gabriel, the fuck is that? Oh my god! Know. There is a colossal snow, like a rainstorm outside in oh, Southern it's a California. Tsunami. We're fucked, Gabriel. Yep. Uh, that's the end of the show. Let's stop talking about this stupid fucking book. Fuck that noise. By Georgie Saunders. And by the Colonel. Chelsea Cardinal. Chelsea Cardinal. Uh, Chelsea Cards. Chelsea Cards. Um, that's it. Uh, let's shove this aside. We're going to talk about what we're going to do next week. I think mm. next week we're just going to fucking kill off Alita. We're going to wrap up Alita. Yeah. You know what we should start doing again, though? What's that? We should start doing Witcher. Yeah, yeah. We, um, well, we can go back to Witcher, and also we gotta bring back um, uh, Daniel, take my hand. <laughs> That's we haven't true. Haven't done that in a while. Um, yeah, we have like a, we're trying to get through our, our uh, what do you call it, subseries and whatnot. Um, also, I'm really bummed out. Uh, the first two Witcher books, uh, the short, the the collection of short stories that began everything, which was mm-hmm. uh, let me guess, they're vague titles. Lap. Time of Dark. No, no. First off, Last Wish was the first collection of short stories, and the first Every book, time which I was Last Christmas Place in my head, which is Blood of Elves. Mm-hmm. Those were available on mass paperback. Uh, the other ones aren't. Well, fuck. I know. Fucking, it sucks. God, fucking so, shit. So I think that is literally the only reason why I haven't bought that that technically second book in the Witcher series. Actually, it's the third, but yeah. Sure, 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 sure. So that's it. Uh, um, yeah, we're gonna do the final. We're gonna uh, finally wrap up all of Battle Angel Alita. We're gonna do it. It's the end of Fanzerkunst. And I, and I do want to say that uh, it's gonna be, which is technically in the main uh, nine volume series. It is volume. It is just volume nine. Mm-hmm. Which uh, and also because the deluxe volume also has um, uh, Ash and Victor mm-hmm. included. Let's skip Ash and Victor for now. Okay. Uh, because I think that would be totally worth doing just down the line as they want. Yeah, next time we're like, we're like, we have to do another Poisonwood Bible and we ran out of time. Yeah. We'll just be like, oh, Fanzer Kuhn's bonus, yeah. Ash and Victor. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do that then. Um, but that said, yeah, we're going to wrap up Fanzer Kuhn's, uh, Gabriel? Mm-hmm. Let's time plug, let's get a plug. Take time to plug. Gabriel, what you do is fib, watch go, motherfucking plug. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, follow me on Instagram at read.richards, read like reading a book. Um, it's mostly pictures of books and trees. I, I think a lot of tree pictures. I don't know why. I just like them so much. Um, listen to self-evident Asian America stories. We just wrapped up our first season. I'm very proud of my contribution. My episode is episode number three, featured in the AV Club. But thank you very much. <laughs> um, I, I, it's a wonderful show. I can't recommend it enough. Even the ones I had nothing to do with. It's just a great, great journalism and storytelling. Yeah. And give this show... Some 
some stars and give us subscribe. some fucking stars. Give us some fucking love or shit. Give us a bad review. Be like Johnny No Thumbs, a man shameless. of integrity. Yeah, just shameless man of integrity. <laughs> shameless man of integrity. That's a good title I'm, for something. Shameless man of integrity. A shameless man of integrity. That, that's the next. That's the name of the next uh, John Le Carre novel. There you go. Love it. <laughs> Tinker Taylor. That's, shameless man of integrity. That actually, very, that's a great John Le Carre title. Yeah, it really that's is. It's a very like the little German the, girl. Uh, shameless man of integrity. <laughs> The na- a naive and sentimental lover. I mean, that's the name of an actual John the Crane that's novel. That's crazy. So anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, no. I mean, that's all. I'm uh, Daniel. Yes, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Top Count Radio, but mainly I'm more active on the Instagrams at Slow Readers. That's Iggy. Uh, also, you can buy my fiction on Amazon, Amazon. on ebook and print. The um, Amazon's burning, baby. I should really be Which making very, very making those. What? what? The Amazon's burning. Oh yeah, it is. Well, unless it's dark, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it is burning. We should all be worried, but we're all pretty much helpless towards whatever the fuck all the big corporations of the world do. Yeah. Um, or the country, really, just America. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, also yeah, no, they're available and such. I'm think I'm gonna I should be making them available in like other digital formats and other sites and whatnot. But so mm-hmm. far, I haven't because uh, it's laziness. Yeah. Um, mainly focusing on that big project that I've been working on as much as I can, which I'm finally getting. Anyway, which uh, one is that one, Daniel? I'm not talking about it yet. Mm. Uh, you don't do it until you've finished. You've gotten like really far in the draft. That's Otherwise, fair. you're kind of just you know talking about something that you're working on. You don't want any kind. What of What I do is I wait till I put I put money in it, and then I can't back down. Yeah, no, that's because I, I refuse to waste money other mm-hmm. than my usual wastes of money. Yeah, well, th- basically, like you're. Well, actually, well, <laughs> not to get too far into it. Uh, Stephen King actually wonderfully says this in On Writing, where it's like you write with the door closed and then you write with the door open. Well, you write with the door open, meaning that, like essentially in prose format, that's when essentially you give the story to people who you like their feedback mm-hmm. or you appreciate their feedback and take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, you write with the door closed. You do not talk about the thing that you're supposed to write. Some yeah. people do that. And it always fucking annoys me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I whatever mean, works a, for you that's a bias of course but um yeah, yeah, yeah. hey if, if that's your method then more power to you yeah some people and this drives me crazy on if you go on facebook on those writing forums and everything like that some people are just like i need help and my big fantasy novel there's a big battle sequence what kind of battle sequences do you go to in your books and form people just want to reach out am i yeah look i, I it, would personally never do that i would never no i never <laughs> but you know hey people this is what, reach out on touch faith. This is what those kind of online groups are for. They're the kind of people who I want joined to... one for screenwriters, and honestly, the comments and everyone's terrible log lines are both inspiring and infuriating. Yeah, it makes me just it, it makes me, you know, it it, it makes me it makes feel, me feel like I'm sour grapes. It makes me feel cynical. Yeah. when I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm just fucking cool. Yeah, no, I'm just like <laughs> I'm like you know I don't I I I'm not gonna mock you for your for following your dreams, but. I'm my my honest opinion is your idea sucks. <laughs> you look at this and you're just like shop. Yeah, I'm like I'm better than this. People like people would be like, hey, how do you guys feel about making your villains likable? Oh, fucking go on YouTube. I don't know. I know. It's yeah, but anyway, uh, that, that we're, we're I, terrible people. I really want to. No, we're not. We're, <laughs> we're not. We we have we have standards. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I do want to pat myself on the back. I'm not cynical. I'm just really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's like, definitely that's not something a terrible person would say. That's that's a t-shirt. That's that's the t-shirt. That's the t-shirt. All right. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's the end of the show. Oh, Top Gallant Press for uh, all information on Daniel the Gonzalez I've Fiction. Daniel Gonzalez Fiction on uh the my that face. thing Facebook, which I've hardly touched on the YouTube. I don't know what to add there. I'm fucking working the next thing. It takes yeah. a while. Jesus, you people. Just take a bunch of shirtless selfies holding books. <laughs> Gabriel? Apparently, in social media engagement, having your face in a picture increases um, interaction by about 
So does sucking my dick. I suppose it does increase interaction by at least 34%. I bet. Um, that said, uh, yeah, no, that's the end of the show. Cool. Uh, goodbye. Be good. This has been a Top Gout Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topgoutradio.com. Top